Oh, happy hump day, my friends at Prom Sports World. Welcome back into another edition of the Crossover. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about all of the NBA awards that were given out over the last few weeks, including today, uh, where the all-NBA teams were announced. Uh, we're going to get into all that content. Uh, but thank you very much for checking us out. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm your host, David On Point. Right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Uh, welcome to the show, TJ. Happy hump day, my friend. Happy driving, 
you know. It's my fan. Oh, uh, man. I was like, man, it sounds like you're driving or something. I was like, man, please drive safely. Uh, thank you, my aunt, for liking the podcast. Uh, I always appreciate the shout-out from you uh, very much. So, TJ, what did you think about the awards uh, as we get, like, overall? Um, I still think MVP could have went either way. Uh, yeah, again, cool. I have no issue with Embiid winning it. Um, we'll talk about that in a second here. Yeah. Um, who won rookie? Uh, we'll talk about all of them. Uh, I disagree. I think the only thing I disagree with was Paolo Bancaro winning rookie rookie of the year. I, I've and you've known this about me for a while. I've had a huge problem giving that award to rookies who are – I mean, I, I understand, like, why, because more often than not, you have a rookie on a bad team putting up big numbers. But at some point in time, you got to reward some kind of success. Like, Walker Kessler was supposed to be on the worst team in the NBA, and the Jazz were fighting for a play-in spot in the latter state, like, like towards the end of the season. We're, we're a long part of the season, for sure. So – what what's better, like the the twenty two points on the team that won twenty games, or the guy that was averaging damn near triple double for a team that was fighting for a playing spot? So yeah, let's just talk about it right now. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the award winners. So we got the MVP going to a Joel Embiid. Uh, top three finalists for that award was uh, Nicole Jokic and Giannis. Uh, on to the uh, Rookie of the Year, Paolo Brancaro takes that award. Violets, Jalen Williams from Oklahoma City Thunder, Walker Kessler. Uh, most Improved Player, Lori Markkinen, SGA, and Jalen Brunson, finalists for that award. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon wins Sixth Man of the Year uh, with Emmanuel Quigley and Bobby Portis Jr. Uh, being the five runners up for that. And then Mike Brown wins the Coach of the Year uh, with Mark, the kid from the Oklahoma City Thunder as a head coach, and Joel Mazzula, Boston Celtics head coach. Uh, and then De'Aaron Fox wins the Clutch Player of the Year. I don't have that on the graphic because, frankly, I don't care about that award whatsoever. Uh, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Brooke Lopez and Evan Mobley, uh, runners-up for those two awards, uh, respectively. Uh, just looking at the guys who finally like woke up the awards, um, I don't have a, I don't have no problem with any of them. I think Joel Embiid, I think the time is right. Uh, I think that – you know, he, this does feel a lot like that James Harden MVP, though, where he was like the runner up a couple years in a row, right, against to Steph Curry. He finally got and, then it. That, and then that third season, they're like, all right, we're going to give it to James Harden this time around. Um, it kind of just feels like that. Like he's just like, oh, well, he's been really right there. Uh, we don't want to give it to Jokic again, even though I could surely understand if they had. Um, well, well, I, but he was, you know, he did have some dominant performances. Uh, throughout the season, especially down the stretch against the Boston Celtics. I think he had like a 50-piece or something like that in the Boston Celtics game. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I understand Denver kind of faulted, and I'm putting fault in quotation marks, down the stretch during uh, during the last, like, week of the season or something like that. I mean, but they but had nothing let, to play for. I mean, they had the they, number one seed in the Western Conference locked up. Number one seed was locked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's be honest. Um, I saw something on Twitter. I think it was, and I despise this guy with with a passion, but he made a great point. It was Doug Gottlieb. Um, if you don't know, if you don't know who Doug Gottlieb is, he works for Fox. He uh, um, Fox Sports. Doug Gottlieb should not have a career as a journalist. And if you understand why, if you want to know why I said that, look up Doug Gottlieb's story because he did something in college that if a normal and he was. He, he is a normal person, which is why it's that much more infuriating. If you look up what Doug Gottlieb did in college, 
Doug Gottlieb should be get like he should be in jail. Like that's what. Yeah, look it up, David. I'm so serious. But he brought I'll, up. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up later for sure. <laughs> he he brought up a point that about Kendrick Perkins. Like Joker was winning MVP until Kendrick Perkins said the stuff he said about the race issue. Like yeah. So like everybody's like. I don't know. I'm not saying that played a role in Joel Embiid winning, but Joker was he was the lead vote getter until Kendrick Perkins said what he said on a live edition of ES on on first take, and JJ Reddick called him out for it. Again, not saying that what that's what went into Joel Embiid winning MVP, but the sway happened after that was said. And if you need a reminder, just look up what Kendrick Perkins said. It's one of the most ridiculous takes you will ever you will ever hear. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with the take, uh, but um, I, I just I have I have yeah I don't have any problem with Joel Embiid winning the MVP. Uh, his his numbers this season were absurd, um, very deserving. Um, you know, 33 points a game, 10 rebounds, 1.7 blocks. 4.2 assists, uh, field goal percentage also excellent. Um, yeah, Joel Embiid mm. deserved to win the MVP. I, I, I also am really tired of these people that want to talk about the game's played conversation. Uh, even if, under the new CBA, Joel Embiid played enough games to qualify for the MVP. And the thing that also irks me my soul is people want to compare, like people want to take that as a knock against Joel Embiid and it's something to boister up Nicole Jokic. When they have MVP merit on their own without having to Kate on the other guy. But Joel, Nicole Jokic played, you know how many more games he played than Joel Embiid this season? It was like three, right? Three, three games. Three games. <laughs> you think that, that's a difference maker for your MVP? Three? No. Come on. Be serious right now. It's just ridiculous. Oh, um, this is this is null and void if folks would just like I don't like again play the games like there was never an argument back in the day with like whoever won the MVP because a they played the most games like they it was nothing for them to play anywhere from seventy five to, to the full season right yeah now like because of quote unquote low management you're never gonna get a guy to play the full eighty two or if they do play the full eighty two it's a guy like Patrick Williams who's never gonna be in the MVP conversation right but like guys guy like I mean you know. Uh, Mikel Bridges, you know, no disrespect right. to him, but he's he's not winning the MVP. He's not winning the MVP. Like, I mean, Julius, those guys load, they they load manage these guys for a reason because they know they're going to need them later. Like Julius Randle would have played all eighty two had he not sprained his ankle the last week of the season, right? Julius Randle played seventy seven straight. Like he played in 70, 70, 77 games. Well, Malcolm Brogdon, I think, played every game this season. Also, welcome to the show, Israel Rivera. Uh, welcome to the show, man. See you, Prime Sports World. Yeah, when he gets together. Uh, but yeah, I have, I have no issue with Joel Embiid. When I, again, I was, I had Joker winning it, but said I would have no issue if Embiid won it. I, I like your, your um comparison. Like it does have that James Harden feel to it, where you had Steph win two in a row. Yep. One, one being unanimous, and then now it's like, all right, we're gonna give it to. Yeah, because yeah. you could make the argument that first MVP, that first MVP should have been should have went to James Harden for me, sure. Me, and you, me, me, you, and Dan Kenny used to have that conversation every week on the Triangle back in the day about that MVP with that James that Steph Curry won that first one. Yes, <laughs> if you remember, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Izzy, you there? Izzy, Izzy? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it was, it was about time for Joel and me to win it. You could easily gave it to Jokic three times in a row, but it's just like kind of like that LeBron James thing, right? There was like a five-year stretch, six-year stretch for a band that you could have gave LeBron the MVP damn near every year. Right? I, mean, I think I think Giannis has fallen into that same kind of category. Like I think if you can make the argument, Giannis has been the MVP of the league every year. He's been you know the guy every, in the league every every single year. So it's like you got to find different ways to get it, give uh, different guys to give it to. I think when I look at you know Embiid, I mean he led the NBA in scoring. Um, his team was a top three team in the East, um, not the number one team. They had a better record than the Nuggets overall. Yeah, I mean, so like the and and when they played against each other, he got the betterment of of Joker. So I got it, you know. I I like totally agree with Joel and me. Well deserved for him winning this MVP. So let's talk about some of the other awards. Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I would have been okay with at least Brooke Lopez or Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, winning this award. I have no problem with Jaron Jackson Jr. winning the award. I know TG is going to bring up the foul-out conversation. They also yes. led the league in fouls. But um, I, he, he was a difference maker on the defensive end of the ball um, with blocking shots. He had more block shots by than like a super wide margin than anybody else. Yeah, this has become, this has become the most blocked shots award. Okay. I mean, it's been um, like that for, since Dwight Howard won four straight. I, that's what I'm saying. This has been the I most mean, black I mean, shots I mean, I mean, even when Ben so, Wallace was winning it four times, he, he won it because he blocked a lot of shots. Yeah. Not so, really. Then the problem was just like, well, you talk about Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace was like, I mean, honestly, Ben Wallace was like a guy that, I mean, you got to give it to Ben Wallace. I mean, every time he played against like Shaq or Tim Duncan, I mean, he made it hard for those guys yeah, he made against it hard some of the great them. bigs. So, I mean, other than the block shots and stuff like that, Ben Wallace was, like, legit. His positioning was flawless um, on the defensive end. But, yeah, I mean, this has become, like I said, the, the black, most black shots in the board. Other than uh, who won it? Uh, who was the guy that won it? Is it Marcus Smart that won it? Marcus Smart. Uh, yeah, he was the first yeah, guard But Jaron Jackson Jr. only yeah. won like 10 points. Like, the voting between him and Brooke Lopez was extremely close. Um, talking, we're talking one first place vote going one way or the other. Yeah, deciding factor in this award. Um, I, I think Jared Jackson has been excellent on defense, and he well well deserving of this award. Yeah, I would have gave it to Brooke Lopez, and I wouldn't have batted it eye. Me and you talked about this. So it's over to six man Malcolm Brogdon take us home with that award. Um, I also have no problem with this. I would have no problem with any of the three guys that they nominated winning this award. Um, Malcolm Brogdon won this award by about eighty votes over Emmanuel Quickly. Um, he was actually the guy that I predict I picked to win this award. Uh, I think he just, or was it? Did he just get really like bad injured in that playoff series against the Knicks? So hopefully he's recovering okay uh, against the Heat. Yeah, something like that. I think it was a ankle, knee, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so hopefully but, he has a uh, speed of recovery, um, gets back, you know, to full strength. Yeah, it's an ankle injury, so. Uh, but, yeah, I have no six-man. I think that went to the right six guy. Um, six-man, I mean, um, didn't he lead? Um, what was he? Was he, he led them in points per game, right? He was the top choice for a game score off the bench, right? I mean, you could have easily, I mean, um, you know, Norman Powell's a guy that you could have looked out for, you know, IQ. They're all well-deserving candidates, but you're right. He's, I mean, coming off of, you know, being, you know, plus he's all these best Big, best six man coming off the bench for what the Celtics. So I mean, 
Yeah, he's well deserved, man. We got a talent. But I, but I, but I think the thing is, I thought Emmanuel quickly was more important to the Knicks. His role coming off that. Uh, uh, Button. Um, also, Malcolm Brogdon joins uh, only one other player to win the Sixth Man of the Year and the Rookie of the Year. Do you know the other guy? Is that Bill Walton? No, it's not. You said you said what? Rookie of the Year and Sixth Man of the Year? Yep. Uh, Only one other guy has ever done that in the history of the league. Kevin McHale. It's not. It's it's more of this era. Hey, I was gonna say, man, this is this era. Uh, what team did he play for? Uh, I think when he won it, he was on the Grizzlies. When he won sixth in the year, I think he might have been on the Heat. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Shane Battier? It's not Shane Battier. Okay, Mike Miller won Rookie of the Year, but he Mike, no- it, it, it is Mike. It's Mike Miller. It's Mike Miller. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mike Miller won Sixth Man of the Year. He did at some point. That's crazy. Uh, he won Sixth Man of the Year in 2006 as a member of the Grizzlies, and then he won that Rookie of the Year as a member of the Magic. Mm. Mike so. Miller was a bucket. He was Mike a bucket. Was a bucket. Out was. of Florida. He was, he was good. A uh, two most improved player of the year. I think this is the most cut and dry award of the all, the, all, all six of them. Like, dude was just incredible. Like, he was basically an afterthought in that Donovan Mitchell trade. Uh, and, and he's now basically a centerpiece to what they're going to be doing there in Utah. That was a slam dunk. No problem with it whatsoever. I probably would have been upset if anybody else had won it. Well, no, like, you got the you got the Knicks fans out there. Hope uh, won Julie, uh, Jalen Brunson to win this one. I would. I don't think people would have complained if Jalen Brunson won this award, but Larry Markkinen was definitely the right choice to win this one for him yeah, to like for him to go yeah, through what first, he went his through. first All Star appearance. I mean, this is just an easy slam dunk. Like for him to go through what he went through in Chicago, like being misused by Jim Boylan, but by the time Fred Hoiberg got to him, the damage was already done, and he goes to Cleveland. They don't know what to do with him. Now he goes, then he goes to Utah, and it's like, all right, bro, this is your show. This is your show. Go hoop. And, yeah, yeah first off, let, 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 let the Jazz in scoring, rebound, and free throw attempts. Yeah, Larry Markman was balling. Landslide. Yeah. Uh, two, two rookie of the year. Uh, Paolo Brancaro takes his award home. Um, you know, Give him what he's 20 points per game, seven rebounds, four assists. Uh, Jalen Williams, uh, was it J Dub? Uh, J Dub, baby! Uh, J Dub. 4.1, 4.5, and then three assists. Uh, and then Walker Kessler uh, finished in third with this award with nine rebounds, basically a double double per game. Um, uh, becomes oh. only the third Magic player in franchise history to win the award after Shaquille O'Neal and Mike Miller. Hmm. That's crazy that Dwight uh-huh. Howard didn't win Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think that was, 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 was that 2004? Yeah, 2003. I mean, Chris Paul? It must have been. Chris Paul, probably. Was it Chris Paul? Yeah. yeah. He came out that year. That was the draft class after. I'm look that, um, I'm look yeah, no, this is, this is another one. I mean, I don't want to say this is a landslide. I think all three of those guys played hell like. J-Dub, especially, like, second Mecca, half of the Mecca, year. Mecca, Mecca Okafor actually won it that year. Oh, was he? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? We talked about this before. Mecca Okafor was a dog. You know, if it wasn't for those back injuries, he yeah. was a dog. Um, But, no, I, all three of those guys, I mean, Walker Kessler, let me say this. No, all three of those guys, the other two guys, let's 
quarterback carry. Those guys are going to be so essential to their teams in the next three, four years. Like especially like Walker Kessler, J Dub. He's looking like a like the second half of the year, man. His scoring averages like just went straight up. I mean. I know for a fact two, of, was, two out of the three are. I know for a fact two out of the three are because oh, the Jazz and the the Jazz and the Thunder they was they was battling to play in spots. Right, I'm sick of the Orlando Magic. I don't know what the Orlando Magic are doing. For I'm, I'm, I'm sick of them, bro. Like You got all this young talent, and you haven't taken that one leap forward in progression. Like, what are you doing? You got all you got all this young talent, and you have nothing to show for it. You have the, rookie, you have the reigning rookie of the year in Bancaro. You have first-round pick after first-round pick after first-round pick. And you have I'm not like lottery, lottery first round pick, lottery first round pick, <laughs> at that. And you have nothing to show for it. Like, what are we doing? They're about to what have two first round picks this year, right? Um, for yeah. Orlando. Well, unless the, Bulls, unless the Bulls pick pops in the falls in the top 10, whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, hey, look, bro, follow back here, man. Just reminds me so much of like Carmelo Anthony, man. I mean. He's not the most athletic. I, I can't. I can't say like he's like a LeBron type of athlete. He's definitely like a Carmelo man. He's got a little bounce to him, but he's got a lot of finesse to him. He's so like his footwork is so good in the post. He's gonna be a perennial All Star. I, I think he might be an All Star next year. And then final award, Coach of the Year, uh, went to Mike Brown. Uh, brought the Sacramento Kings to the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. I don't know how much more needs to be said. Uh, the runner-ups for that award were, uh, as I mentioned, Joe Mazzula, and I cannot for the life of me pronounce the name of the Oklahoma City Thunder head coach, um, Mark DiNagelo. Um, they didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, this this line uh, landslide, landslide. Because I mean, you take this team. What? How many? What was last? Like how many years was it? Eighteen. Um, Eighteen years. Eighteen. Their first play, playoff appearance, playoff appearance, and they took the Golden State Warriors to seven games. Hey, it's not I even know. that; they were a top three seed in the I in the know. West. Top three seed in the West. No, they're in the, they're in the West, team. seventh in the entire league. First time they qualified the playoffs and won the division since two thousand three, two thousand four. Insane, and they, and they have and they have the number one offense ever. Yeah, and the number one offense. So ever, ever, yeah. ever. Ever, 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 and I think he, he did a hell of a job of bringing think, all those young guys I, I together. I think he came from Quinn Snyder's staff, right? I don't remember. But eventually, I think I, I, I would keep an eye on the Oklahoma City Thunder to be in the market for that that superstar guy to pair with SGA. I, I understand you have the young core. And you want to build that. But at some point in time, at some point in time, you gotta be like, all right. We gotta make a push for this thing. Like, you got, got pieces. Got, I agree. They you got, got Chet Holmgren. You got Chet. You got Chet Holmgren. Just you know, come he's, okay. next year is gonna be his rookie year. He's he's gonna be eligible for rookie of the year next year. So 
So, Coach Mark, you got pieces I'm, that you can train I'm not, not going to be disrespectful trying to butcher his name again. Coach Mark actually just, just basically, bro, basically, just, basically just grew up with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So he was an assistant basically. coach. On, he was assistant coach for Holy Cross. He was assistant coach for Florida, and then he got hired to coach the uh, G League affiliate, the Oklahoma City Blue. Then he went to the really? Oklahoma City Thunder assistant, became their assistant, and then became their head coach in 2020. So he that's really the, that's what you up. call. That's that is that that is that is like what you call started from the bottom. Now we're here, yeah, okay? That swear, man. Seriously, that's like very. Man. That's very like Eric Spolstra. Yeah, Ish. Yeah, yeah so oh, and they've increased their win total each of the last three seasons: uh, twenty-two wins in twenty-one or 2020, 21, 24 in twenty twenty-one, twenty-two, and forty in twenty twenty-two, twenty-three. Um, kudos to everybody who was up for any awards. So let's talk about now all the NBA teams. Uh, so the NBA All NBA team was announced earlier tonight uh, on was it uh, around whatever the, inside the NBA sorry um, so first team Joel Embiid obviously Giannis Antetokounmpo the only unanimous first team All uh, first team Tatum Celtics Luka Doncic on the Dallas Mavericks SGA uh, makes an All NBA team on the Oklahoma City Thunder second team we got Curry Jokic Butler. Jalen Brown, which is really big, because now he's eligible for a super max with the Celtics this offseason. Uh, Donovan Mitchell for the Cavaliers. Then the third team, De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, Lillard, Randall, LeBron, James. So what are your thoughts about the All-NBA team, uh, all three of them? Uh, okay. Um, how the hell did Lillard make it? How did LeBron make it? Fifty-eight games, fifty-five games. Um, well, that new CB, that new CBA rule doesn't kick in until next week. So they, they, those two guys I, will not be eligible for all the NBA team uh, that, next year. I'm not even talking about it in terms of the new CBA. I'm talking about like literally just this season. Like, I I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't understand. Like, there were players that played more games than them that were deserving, and there Steph Curry too. Steph Curry didn't play that many games this season. Like, yeah, like, um, I have an issue like, with that. Like, Darren um, Fox should be over Steph Curry on the second team. Absolutely. Steph Curry only played. John Moran for whatever suspension, you know, the suspension he had, he should probably be on that third team as well. Um, well, based on the new CBA rules, Steph Curry would be ineligible, Damian Lillard would be ineligible, LeBron James would have been ineligible, uh, Luka Doncic probably is, like, fringe ineligible. Um, I wonder how many games he actually played this season. Wait, who? Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. I mean, he damn near missed the last quarter of the whole season. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what the hell was going on. I mean, he had those nagging injuries. So he, so he played sixty-six games. So he's just barely eligible. If, uh, if this, yeah. if this, if this CBA rules were taking place this year. But, Julius uh, Randle's Julius Randle on the third team is good. I, I, you know, I de- definitely like Sabonis on that third team. Um, I like that they paired up Fox and Sabonis on that third team. Um, uh, but I think Tatum, De'Aaron Fox will be on the second team. Jason he said at least be on the second team over Curry. Jason Tatum, because he made the first team All NBA two years in a row, he's eligible now. Next offseason, he's eligible for like a insane super max. It's like three hundred something million. Yeah, three hundred seventeen million over five years will make the highest paid player in the NBA ever. And Jalen Brown is Jalen Brown is eligible for it too. Well, not that big of a. Not, thing, not that. It's like two sixty yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, his is like his is like two fifty. Like his like two sixty, I think. Yeah. And like like I said like like I said before like if he didn't make it they was gonna have some problems in Boston. I, I'm there might be there might already be problems in Boston, but yeah, had 
had Jalen Brown not made All NBA, it would have been an issue. I, I think so too. I think that I think because of the way negotiation works, I think you could have seen him be traded away. Um, exactly this off this off season. Um, but yeah, Giannis the only unanimous. That's the only unanimous. Still might happen, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with anybody on the list. I, I guess I, I guess I, LeBron James and Damian Lillard, uh, especially Damian Lillard on a terrible basketball team, uh, yes. a team that basically gave up halfway through the season. You still make an All NBA team. I just don't. They shut really them down like, like yeah. super early. Like, but that's always the debate. I mean, if you're going to take somebody off of an All NBA team, who are you replacing him with? Well, I'll, I'll Jalen, Jalen uh, Brunson. Are you taking right, Damian Lillard? I'll probably, Jalen Brunson, I'll, I'll, Jalen Brunson I'll, I'll, straight up. Yeah, I would. Like for real, I would absolutely. Yeah, that's I mean, that's. I mean, who, who would be the other guys that you would even consider like replacing? You know those guys with like let's say we take LeBron. He, like next next off season, next season he will not be eligible for an All NBA team. Who do you replace LeBron with? Who do you put? Who do you replace Steph Curry with? Well, like you said, like he said, well, well, I, I say would, Fox over Curry, and then you could put right, Holiday right. on the thirteen. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you surprised that Devin Booker's not on one of these teams, given the season he had? Yes. Well, how, how many games? Well, how way. many games did he play? Uh, let me take a look. I'm pretty. I'm actually shocked that John Morant didn't make an All NBA team, and I almost feel. Oh, like John Morant should have made because of all his off the fields, off the court stuff. I feel like they just kind of. Uh, that's exactly what I think it is for the off, off the court stuff. Because I mean, so Devin, Devin Booker only played, played 53 games, so he's not eligible. For, let's let's not. Well, yeah, so he's not eligible pe- either. We, we also got to think about this. Like, so per the next CBA, all NBA teams are now going to be positionless. So it's not gonna like this is this was the last All NBA under the current format. You need two guards, two forwards, and a center. The next All NBA, it's if they want to have it all bigs, all guards, all that's what it's gonna be. I like that. It should be like that. It actually should be like that. Five best players on one team. Do you put Demar Derozan on the All NBA team? He basically carried the Bulls for most of the season. Trey Young doesn't make an All NBA team, given his numbers this season. Second in assists. Demar Derozan was second next to uh, De'Aaron Fox in clutch scoring this year. Yeah. So I mean, he was he was deserving of a third team slot, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I, as, as a whole, I have, I have really no problem with any of the All NBA players. Um, you know, you can debate a few of them, but it's always that conversation. If you take them off, who's going to go in there? Um, uh, I think you know John Morant will for sure be an All NBA player next season. I'm trying to find his well, trying to find yeah. how many games he played this season. So, so I'm having John Morant. Yeah, my like my, everything I try to every time I try to go on John Morant's player page, like it just keeps crashing my computer. Uh, he played sixty one games. He wouldn't be eligible either. So, well, he missed with that yeah. suspension. How many weeks did he miss? He missed like two two weeks. I think he only missed like eight games, something like that. Eight games, something like that. But he did have some injuries, injuries here right. and there throughout the season. So. Right. Hey, Moving on from there, let's like, talk about like all week, that. All defensive teams. Next, we got the first teams there: Jaron Jackson Jr., Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, Evan Mobley, Alex Caruso. Which I was pretty surprised that he made an All NBA team, uh, defensive team. No offense Caruso. to him. Caruso. Uh, second team: Derek White, Draymond Green, OG Ananobi, Dylan Brooks, and Bam Adebayo. Thoughts on the all defensive teams? 
Um, ooh, I got a problem that Jaden McDaniels isn't on this damn list. You know, he should at least be on the second team. Um, hey, everybody talks about Dylan Brooks. He made an all defensive team. Everybody talks about Dylan Brooks. I, mean, yeah, I have no I mean, problem yeah, with that he, first he, team. I, I just, I'm not, I don't know, but like Alex Russo, like you, plays twenty. He did miss a nice game. little chunk. How many, how many games did Alex Caruso play? Because he did miss a, sixty-seven games, so he's eligible. He did miss a decent game. chunk, but he only plays yeah. twenty minutes 67. a night. Sixty-seven. I mean, he averages one steal a game, like a half a block. I mean, where are you? I just never, where, where are you? Where are you seeing that twenty minutes? Where are you seeing that at? 23 is points we're getting 24 minutes tonight. Where did you get in? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's 24 minutes. <laughs> okay. That's sort of, okay. 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 So, <laughs> okay, one thing. Okay. Okay. So, would you. So, okay. So, with Alan, Alan, with Alice Caruso, I think a lot of the stuff that he does doesn't reflect so much in the box score in terms. Because steals could be any. Like, like, dude, like, steals could be like a tip, anything that's tipped and, 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 and brought to you. Like, I mean, steals are, you know, it's, it's not like you're pickpocketing. It's, it's a wishy-washy stat, but everything that he does, I mean, he's his basketball IQ, like the like the opponent's field goal percentage against Alex Caruso is one of some of the lowest in the NBA. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with him going on the first team. You don't have Giannis on either of the all defensive teams. I, I just I don't I don't I can't get well. I, I can't sign off on that. I just don't get don't, it. Don't well, miss seventeen I mean, games. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, Brooke Lopez should be on it. You know, <laughs> the guy, his teammates should be on it. I mean, <laughs> don't miss seventeen games. Right? That's Marcus Mark, Mark, Mark Smart, the guy who won Defensive Player of the Year last year, is not at all in that bad team. And Alex Caruso's over him. Jaden McDaniels, another guy that we talked about. Nicholas Claxton, who was really valuable for the Brooklyn Nets down the stretch there. Um, Luke Dort for the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, basically was the anchor there. As SGA was the scorer there in that front backcourt. Um, I, I would have taken. Lou Dort or Marcus Smart over probably Alex Russo, in my opinion. But that's why I don't I don't have a vote. So you know, you know, like I said, man, second team could go to. I really would have loved Jade McDaniels. I mean, he literally can play. I mean, I've raved. I've been raving about him all year. Uh, he literally he could really can play one two three play. effectively. The fact that they don't have a third team for for this, so well, I always thought they had a third team. Like they that no. they should probably implement that. Well, I mean, there's no real because, incentive to do so because it's not like you if you make an all defensive team, you're getting yeah, like, the, like I, all I, the cash, all, all the bonuses that go with it. I mean, I, I, like I was trying, to, like I was, like I was, like I was trying to find what the. Like what the defensive, like what the defensive all all defensive team, like what the trophy looks like, I couldn't. Because uh, I don't I'm think sure. there I'm is. Not, a, yeah, but all NBA has a trophy. Why doesn't this have a trophy? They probably give a little plaque. The NBA is literally, you know, shit and money, and they can't make an award for the defensive team. Like, come on, <laughs> but, they can, they can make that stupid. They can make that stupid globe for having the best record in the NBA regular season record. <laughs> like, they, they can make, make that stupid globe. They can, they can make a trophy <laughs> for winning the conference. Like, you can, like, just come on. They can make a an MVP at the, uh, you know, in the playoffs, like before Easter Conference Finals. Like, come on, make a trophy for this. It's not that hard. I don't know. I have no issue with Caruso making it. Um that's just that's that's just me, David. You're a hater. 
I'm just not biased. Like, no, I mean, I'm not biased either, bro. I mean, I'm just, I'm, well, I'm a little biased. But I'm going to say this, though. Like, if I wasn't a Bulls fan, I'd even say, like, yo, Caruso is well-deserving. I mean, like, look at the stats of his, of, of his opposition. I mean, they, 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 he makes it really hard on them to score the basketball. And then his, oh, a lot of the stuff that he does, like, doesn't reflect in the box score. Like I said, man, I mean, he's, his basketball IQ is so high. Is I mean, the way he gets over screens, I mean, he's probably got to be one of the, the play, one of the highest players to draw offensive fouls on a screenplay in the NBA. That stuff, you know, doesn't reflect oh, yeah. in the box score. He he's definitely one of the lead leaders in uh, charges, oh, take, charges yeah, okay. drawn. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever. Whatever that the terminology is for it. Moving on to the final category before we get up into GOAT talk, all rookie teams. So first team, uh, Francaro, Williams, Walker Kessler, Keegan Murray, Benedict Matherin for the Indiana Pacers. On the second team, Jay Nivey, Jalen Duran, Jabari Smith Jr. for the Houston Rockets, Jeremy Sochan for the San Antonio Spurs, and Tari Eason uh, for the Houston Rockets. Uh, I wholeheartedly uh, believe that Pan Jabari Carroll, Smith Jr. Pancaro, only unanimous vote when it comes to all I wholeheartedly believe that Jabari Smith Jr. and Tyree Eason are on the second team because they have spots to fill. Like, I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, no, I'm, 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 I'm serious. Um, I'm, I'm so serious. I think Jeremy Shoshan is going to be a nice player, man. Like, yeah, if, he, if he continues shooting his free throws one handed, I mean, I would like <laughs> I don't have a problem with the first team at all, man. The first team is solid like, as all. Oh, yeah. You going to sit here and tell me to read? Like, ain't Shaden – well, what's his name from Portland? Um, Shaden Sharp? Yeah, the hot flyer. Ain't you going to sit here and tell me to read? Eason had a better season than Shaden Sharp? Mm-hmm. I, no. Can't, no, can't do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, we can only, we can only really talk about what we can talk about here. And this is the guys that I don't care about them, them two damn Rockets players. I mean, but you're right though, Tyrese. And like, come on now, and you like, like, come on so, now, come so, on now. So these, these are the other guys that reserve receive votes, right? Um, so AJ Griffin from Atlanta, Christian Braun from the Denver Nuggets, uh, the other Jalen Williams from Oklahoma City, Andrew Nemhart, uh, Shaden Sharp had 36 votes, uh, second place votes. Um, Jaden Hardy, uh, four, uh, Malachi Brandon, also for the San Antonio Spurs, Dyson Daniels. Yo, I like Malachi. Mark, Mark Williams, Charlotte, and uh, Marchan Beauchamp uh, from Milwaukee Bucks all received votes. Um, um, yeah. Out of all those guys, I think where he's talking about, I, I think it is, I don't know if the rookie team is going to be the same thing as the all NBA teams as, as in terms of position, but I don't know, like Andrew Nembard had some games where, I mean, he lit it up. I mean, I, I mean, I would have put him over him. I mean, I, mean, I, I think the maybe the problem he had is that he was kind of overshine, over like overshine, shadowed by Benedict Matherin. Yeah, who was just better than him this season. Yeah. And uh, Tari Eason actually got two first team votes. Parchman uh, Junior also got one first team votes. Fuck out of hell. Uh, I, I imagine <laughs> it must have been the Houston Rockets beat writer who made that vote. Exactly. <laughs> Like Walker, like Walker Kessler got one first place vote for Rookie of the Year, and it was a Salt Lake City guy, and everybody was mad at the Salt Lake City guy. Like, like, what did you expect? Like, like, yeah, right. like what? Like, yeah, like I'm not like, yeah, I'm not gonna vote for my guy. Get out of here. Um, yeah, I have no problem with Jalen Dern making being on second team because again, Walker Kessler was just ah, 
like Walker Kessler, like he, like he, yeah, he was that in terms of rookie big man, he was that guy. Yeah, like he, he, he was that guy. Keegan Murray, again, when you play a role in ending the longest playoff drought in the NBA, <laughs> and he was super, super valuable for them. So. Um, yeah, I, I actually like both of the all NBA all NBA rookie teams. Um, I have no issues whatsoever with it. Um, I think just it, the I two think this, just this, the two Rockets this, players, man. The, this like, this, rookie, this rookie class should be good moving forward. I feel. And then moving on to the final segment, this is the all award edition of Goat Talk. Uh, we got two guys who won one of the awards that we mentioned earlier in the show. Um, I got Goat Talk covered for today, and obviously you don't know what Goat Talk is. This is where we give the shine on some players who didn't get get the shine while they were in the NBA. Let's start with player number one. Player number one was drafted in 2008. Izzy, you got a lot of background noise, man. Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, But, yeah, uh, player number one was drafted in 2008. Uh, he was a the 21st pick by the New Jersey Nets. Okay. Uh, he, 2008, 21st yeah. pick, New York, New Jersey Nets. <laughs> so yeah, oh he, he played for the New Jersey Nets, Orlando Magic, the Pelicans, Rockets, Suns, Heat, Rockets. He won, he won the most improved player of the year in 2012. Uh, his stats, uh, he averaged, uh, was it, hold on. There you go. Uh, 12 points per game, uh, basically five rebounds, uh, basically one assist, uh, 85% from the three-foot line, uh, basically 40% from three. He was a power forward. He went to the He's University in. of California. Oh, Lord. He was first-team all-pack 10, 2008. He was second team All American in 2008 as well. Wasn't Leon Poe? Uh, no, his birthday was just a couple days ago. It wasn't Brandon uh, Bass because he didn't play for the Nets. Uh, Brandon Bass played. I think Brandon Bass went to LSU. His uh, best moments yeah, were too. members of the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets. Uh, he was pretty essential for those Rockets teams in 2018. He, he could definitely shoot it. That's Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson is player Definitely. number one. Uh, NBA Most Improved Player of the Year Award in 2012. Player number two. It must have been like uh, the was... quietest, most improved ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be disrespectful. Uh, player number two was drafted in 2003. Uh, he was the first-round pick, the 28th pick in 2003 by the San Antonio Spurs, but never played for them. Uh, he did play for, in no particular order, the Raptors, Suns, Pacers, Celtics, Golden State Warriors. Uh, he was an NBA champion, NBA Sixth Man of the Year in 2007. Uh, he's got a FIFA championship, uh, top score. He's also got a Rio de Janeiro State Championship in 2011, Brazilian League champion in 2002. Uh, he was an NBA champion as an assistant coach in 2002 as well. He averaged 10 points, basically 11 points per game. You said in 2002 he was an NBA champion coach? Yep. 2002? Yeah. 2002? He was drafted in 2003. No, 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 no. He was on the staff. Yeah. So, no, he was drafted in 2003. But you said he was a, he won the championship as an assistant coach in 2002. Sorry, 2022. Sorry, sorry. How the hell he won a. 
It's a lot of numbers, all right? It's a lot of numbers. Uh, but, yeah, he was also averaging two assists per game. Do you know who player was, two is? Wasn't she, wasn't Chicago splitter, I don't think, because I think no. he actually did play for the Spurs. Never played for the Spurs. Never played for the Spurs. David Lee? And you and you, uh, not David Lee, because he didn't play for the Knicks. And you said and you said and you said he was uh he he's an international David player. Lee did play for the Knicks. He, he, he was, yeah. This player did not play for the Knicks. He's an international player. You said he played for the, the uh in Brazil, It was it Brazil? Correct. Is it Leandro Barbosa? It is the Brazilian blur. Uh, Sixth man of the year award in 2007. Uh, NBA champion in 2015 as a member of the Golden State Warriors. And he's on the Steve Kerr staff now as an assistant coach. Yeah, he was a part uh, of Actually, that. he was. He was. Now he's under Mike Brown's coaching staff in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, he was on He yeah. was on that seven minute, that famous seven minutes or less, seven seconds or less. Off I'm, I'm going to so, tell you this. I'm Le- taking Leandro Le- Barbosa. Leandro Le- Le- Barbosa versus Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson could all day. the gym. That's Barbosa. Man, it's, it's Barbosa all day. It's, it's not, not even it's close. Not it's not even close. Does Barbosa from the Suns? Come on, man. Well, Ryan, Ryan Anderson had a quick trigger. He could shoot it. Like his, his uh, he had a gun. From the three, dude, were just insane. And that's he, that's cute. That's and cute. he was on, and he was on some teams that were really good. He was on those stunt, those those Magic teams. He was on those Rocket teams that were really solid. Yep. Uh huh. He's and what Bob he's Bob what Doug McDermott wanted to be. Exactly. And <laughs> and, and Barbosa. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Barbosa knows what it's like to play bad basketball. Like seriously, like like really think about it. like those like all those Phoenix teams were really good, right? He goes to Golden State; those teams were good outside of, like what the first year or two. Like yeah, hell, even when he got there, Mark with with Mark Jackson, they were still competitive. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, so the, 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 the season that uh, Ryan Anderson won Most Improved Player of the Year, he averaged 16 points a game, uh, basically eight rebounds. Uh, he shot it 40 percent from the three point line, uh, which is even his best in his career. He had a season where he shot it 41 percent from the three. Uh, and 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 Barbosa won six man. If I'm right, right. he did. Mistake, he did. Right, he won six man when he was on the Suns. He did. And what what was his averages there? Hold on, one <laughs> second. Six man. I know he was uh, up there, bro. I gotta look this up. So hold on a second. He was at like 18 points again. Man, dude was insane when he was on the Phoenix Suns. He should have been starting somewhere. It, you exactly. know, when he was playing for the Suns, he should have been starting somewhere. Well, you remember he like he, he had to go he like during the pandemic or uh, during the lockout. Um, he went back overseas and basically got trapped there for a couple of years. He yeah, couldn't get he, out of those. He couldn't get out of his his contract. Um, so the year that he won Six Man of the Year was uh, 2007. So he, he averaged, averaged 18, 18 a game. Come on, man. 18 a game. Four assists. <laughs> uh, he shot at 43% for the three-point line, too. Like, oh, damn. Hey, I don't know who had a worse stroke throw on that team. Him or Sean Marion. Had to be Sean Marion. And, and, yeah. and they were going in, though, bro. 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 Those, 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 bro. They went in at 43% clip, man. Don't, don't, Dude, he don't had an ugly shot. Don't disrespect Barbosa like that. Like Sean Marion has the ugliest form in the history of the NBA. Man, and the Kevin, fact Martin, that Martin, it, Kevin, Kevin Martin shot is one better. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kevin shot. Oh my gosh, it's it's better than Sean Marion's. And <laughs> Kevin Martin, Kevin Martin was like, you know, like we all talk about like uh, like the Ball Brothers uh, or not the Ball Brothers, but we talk about um uh, um 
Lonzo Ball, like Kevin Martin, like nobody fixed his shot whatsoever, and he was still making them joints. You know what's crazy about like, Kevin Martin? Like Kevin, thinking back on it, Kevin Martin was like the centerpiece of that James Harden trade when they originally made it. Like he was the piece that the Oklahoma City Thunder wanted. Like even like, oh, we gotta get Kevin Martin. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, oh, that's no, hilarious. No disrespect, Want Met, right there. Uh, but yeah, no, this has been the no. crossover. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. This has been our awards edition show. I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed that. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to talk about fifth year's options in the NFL. Some shocking names got their fifth year option declined, including Chase Young for the Washington Commanders. Not sure what they're thinking there. Um, that's some more. Bro, like, you haven't, like, he hasn't played. Uh, peace out, guys. But, yeah, but you're declining his, declining his fifth year option is just insane to me. I don't, I, it's it, a business. I don't get it, because um, they're gonna. If he plays well this season, they're gonna have to franchise tag him. Like, oh well, they made yeah, the bed. They got to lay in it. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it's the most fifth-year options ever declined uh, by a, like a, coming up on the draft class. So pretty shocking there. Uh, also, the NFL schedule comes out tomorrow as well. So keep an eye out for that content. Uh, I've been David Humpin right there. This is TJ Hopkins and uh, Izzy just bounced. But uh, TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat. And yes, the sir. Heat, speaking of the heat, they are trying to make a comeback. They are down seven with just over eight minutes eight to minutes. go. Uh, but we'll be back here tomorrow breaking down those fifth-year options. Also talk a little bit about the NFL schedule as it is an exciting Travel. Day. Good God. You are standing right there. Call the travel. <laughs> Take it easy, man. <laughs>